country. It is a big idea, a new world order. Let us never tolerate outrageous conspiracy theories. It's so sick we can't talk about it. A new world order. Good morning. Something a little different there at the beginning. This is Tom Richardson with the Removing Confusion podcast. It is a pleasure to be with you today. It's Wednesday, February the 10th. We're going to dive into some different stuff today. Uh, I'm trying not to get too involved in the things that go on in this crazy world that we are living in. But to do a a good biblically-based show of any kind, if you want to do it correctly and you want to do it truthfully, you pretty much don't have a choice. But to add in some of the wild and crazy things that are happening, happening all around us, we're going to talk about this vaccine today, and I'm, I'm going to tell you something. These are opinions that people have. These are, these are uh, some of the stuff that we're going to talk about are things that have been proven to be factual. I only want to relay information. Now, what, and, and, and there's going to, I'll mix a little Bible in there for you, too, so you won't think I've gone clear astray. But I got to tell you, there's there's a lot of things that we we really need to take into consideration before we allow someone to put something in our body that we don't know if it's been proven to be effective or not, or that we even know what it's going to do to us six months, a year, ten years down the road, whatever it may be. There's a lot of stuff that is not talked about in the mainstream that should be. I can link some uh, videos about uh, what, of some folks that, who have done their research and been involved in this thing from the get-go. They've, they're doctors. Uh, some may say just uh, scientists even. You know, these people know what they're talking about, and they've been squelched by the government. They've been squelched by the social media guys. They've been cut down by just about anybody you can imagine. So they are worthy of hearing. I do not trust 100% any government employee or elected official. They need to prove themselves to us. And to my great dismay in, in my 60 years of life, I have not seen any that did a very good job of proving themselves. Now, this former President Trump that we had was probably the closest we had to a guy who was not afraid to tell the truth, and they are still trying to take this guy apart. That's for a whole nother segment of something. Let's talk about the vaccine itself. Now, first of all, we're only calling it that here because it makes it for an easy understanding. But uh, it's not 
your typical vaccine from what everybody, uh, I retract, I got to watch using words like that, what some folks on the other side of this thing have to say about it. It's not a vaccine. It's not a one and done situation. And I know that there's some of them, you have to have two shots. That's still not what we're talking about. We're, we're saying it's like the flu shot, which you have to get every year. And we don't, they don't even know what they're going to do. Now, I've had some information come to me today, I don't, and I, it's not from a, a, a highly scientific source, but somebody who said that they, they know people who have contracted COVID-19 three times. That's possible. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, folks. I'm not a doctor. Uh, today, it's my opinion, and, and we're, we're going to go with that. Now, my opinion's based upon a lot of stuff that I've listened to people whom I believe have no monetary gain from this. They have no uh, professional gain that they're going to get from us. If, if anything, they'll try to drive them into bankruptcy or even imprison them for telling the truth. That's the way things go today. When you stand up, they're going to try to sit you down. Okay, we did say about the vaccine, it's not a vaccine. It is an experimental antibody um, medical thing. <laughs> Again, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. Uh, I, I, I've heard this over and over again. It's experimental antibody uh, inoculation. It's not a vaccine. There are some cases of people becoming extremely ill after taking it. Now, I saw one doctor that said, well, let me explain. He's on YouTube. I'm not going to give you him. I didn't watch the whole thing. I just saw a bit in peace. But he said, let me explain why I think that's a good thing that I got sick after I got it. He, because they're trying to say is, like when you get the flu shot, sometimes you exhibit the flu sim symptoms. And that's very true. And a lot of times I've gotten the flu shot and I still got the flu a couple weeks later anyway. So I didn't, I just quit taking it. Plus I don't know what's in it. And there's a lot of studies on what they put in flu vaccine or flu, flu shots. Let's call them what they are. They're not a vaccine either. Uh, some people have had a blood problem after having the vaccine where it has led to their demise. See, this thing can react within you. You're 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 taking you're you know you're shaking the dice and throwing it. You're you're drawing the cast in the lots, whatever you want to call it, because all the information has not been presented. This thing acts different, just like some people who have had the the flu shot and then lost the ability to uh, function in a normal capacity in one way or the other. And they may have had it every year for many, many years, but all of a sudden, bam, it hits them one day after one, one, you know, this last year or whatever, you know, whenever it happened. It just is one of those things that you are taking a chance. Now, is it worth catching the flu? The flu's a killer. But then if the cure is worse and does things other than, you know, I mean, it cripples you or causes you cognitive problems, I don't believe that was a good trade-off.
I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I've had them all. I've got the smallpox and all the other junk that they gave you when I was a kid. Uh, and I'm all for those to a certain degree. I believe they've been, they should be given to a child once they've grown up enough to uh, be able, their body can accept it. They give these young babies dozens of vaccinations before they even leave the hospital, and it is leading to a lot of problems. We know this. There's too much factual, basic evidence out there for that, that we can't just turn our, our heads away from it. No one really knows all the possible side effects. There's talk of women becoming uh, unable to bear children, possibly. They have not done deep enough studies on this vaccine. Again, we're calling it that. It's an experimental antibody inoculation. They haven't done enough to prove it's worth. Let's look at the other side of things as well. You get the shot, I'll call it the shot, and does that alleviate you from going out into public without your mask? No, it does not. Does it give you uh, the right to social to unsocially distance? I don't know how to even put that. To go back to normal, as we used to call it. Are we going to ever get back to normal? I don't think so. And they, we already know. All right, the vaccine's available. The vaccine is, the, the antibody shot is available. We, we have it now. There's hundreds of millions of doses going out daily that can be put into people's arms. I know people that are getting it today. I know people that have already received it. They still are supposed to and required by these government mandates to wear a mask. You can't go into Walmart and say, hey, I got the shot. Too bad. Put your mask on. Here's the second trip for, the, for us to go down is now Fauci and his minions are saying, well, maybe one mask isn't enough. We should put on two and possibly three. Wait a minute. I got the vaccination. I got the shot. I got the antibody, whatever. And now I have to wear two or three masks? How does that even make any sense? With the, with the medical background to to alleviate the need for all this extraneous stuff, now we're going to triple it up. Think, people. What are they doing to us? I played the little sheep in the beginning because a lot of us are being led like sheep. We, we, need, we need to be the sheep of Jesus and not the sheep of Fauci and Biden and all the ridiculous people out there who don't know what they're doing to us and don't care. We're going to get to some of that. I'm going to, I'm going to crawl into that. There's a, there's a report out that said the CDC prior to the election, so we're going to talk since about last May of 2020, or I'm sorry, March of 2020 forward, they pumped up the numbers. 
1,500% of deaths attributed to COVID-19. Where there was a comorbidity that actually caused the person's demise, it was shoved down to a secondary and COVID was pushed to the primary. There's a large, large, long article from the Gateway Pundit that uh, goes through all this. There's a PDF file that uh, can be downloaded. This is shocking stuff. Now, I think we've all known that, that these hospitals and doctors were being paid extra for every person that they could put on a, a death certificate that had COVID, like $3,000 per person. So a lot of people died from COVID that did not die from COVID. They may have had it, but it wasn't what caused them to go. There's money being made and there's control being exerted. Facebook had a group of people. You know, you can make a group, a group page on Facebook. Anybody can do it. It's, it's not difficult to do. And there was a Facebook group book, and I don't remember their name. Tucker Carlson covered this in his uh, monologue, I think, last night, where he talked about this group. And what it was is a group of people who have had the vaccine or the antibody shot, and they had adverse reactions to it, and they were uh, uh, pulling in and culminating all this evidence of stuff from different people who said, hey, yeah, I had that, and this is what it did to me. The things that you don't hear about. Facebook took them down. Why? Because Zuckerberg and Bill Gates, are they not buddy-buddy? Or at least kissing cousins of some sort? Of course they are. These are multi-billionaires who have a leftist mentality, a socialist bent to them because it's not going to affect them right off the bat. They have multiple billions of dollars to play with and pay off all their crony brothers in, in arms over in D.C. So they're not worried about what it's going to do to the rest of us. They want to squash out the middle class. They want to have the hierarchy, the oligarchy, and the rest of us. That's my opinion. And that's a, probably a, an opinion shared by many that, you know, why is it that a guy who builds computers or, or software or operating systems is so in, tied up in vaccinations? And there's people in, in Africa that probably wish they'd never heard of Bill and Melinda Gates and their wonderful foundation. Why is it also that an anti-malaria drug, which malaria is, is caused by a parasitic infection, uh, uh, hydrochloroquine and ivermectin, why is it that these anti-parasite drugs work so effectively against a disease that's supposedly a novel coronavirus, otherwise known as the common cold on steroids. 
Why is it that those anti-parasitic drugs work very well against that disease, that virus, supposed? There's a, a, a doctor by the name of Dr. Simone Gould, and, a, and you could go on Rumble would be the best place to do it. You probably won't find her on YouTube, but you go to rumble.com and you, and you type in her name or type in COVID-19, she'll pop up. She does a one-hour video from a, a church. I, I don't know where it was at, but she's, uh, she's a Christian lady. She's a doctor. She was an emergency medical doctor, trauma specialist. She treated several people using hydrochloroquine. Her boss came down on her and said, why are you doing that? She says, because it works. And they told her, you can't do that anymore. She says, well, I'm going to. And she did, and she got fired. But the people that she treated, she said one of them that within 12 to 14 hours already felt better. So why aren't we using it? Why are, why are we uh, allowing people basically to die without the use of these very easy to contain drugs? It makes no sense. You can go to Tractor Supply Company and buy ivermectin for your horses and dogs and whatnot. You have to figure out your own dosage on that. I'm, I'm, not, even, I'm not promoting it. I'm just saying you can buy it. It's there. I'll probably, I'm going to probably end up in jail if I keep it up. So, in other words, uh, like I say, you won't find her on YouTube. You won't find her. You won't find uh, a, a host of other physicians who have spoken out in uh, supporting hydrochloroquine and ivermectin and all the other things that work and that, that actually say the, the vaccine's not the way to go. You're going you're gonna to wish you hadn't done it in the long run. That's what they say. Because the testing isn't there yet. We're not completely sure of all the side effects down the road. There is one test that was done on COVID-1, SARS, COVID-1, where they, they actually used animal testing. They did it on ferrets. And again, I, I encourage you to find Simone Gould and watch the video on Rumble. Uh, but anyway, they did the, the test on some ferrets. And then they released them out into the wild, so, so to speak. Those ferrets which got that COVID, SARS-CoV-1 vaccination, with scare quotes around it, died. They, catch, they caught the disease and it killed them. Watch the video. Watch the video. What's in this thing? Well, first of all, there's, all, you know, there's going to be a whole host of... of uh, chemical this and malarkey that and we're going to you know the antibody so evidently they're going to be taking uh, this is old technology of taking the disease itself and shooting a dead you know they kill it somehow and they shoot it into you well that's old technology like i said you know during the revolutionary war smallpox was a problem and what they would do is someone who had the pustules they'd bust those open with a with a, a scalpel of some sort or whatever and get it into a healthy body and that would ward off and it worked it, it warded off the uh, <coughs> uh, smallpox 
that's vaccines in a, in a nutshell, is taking a, a dead version of the virus or the infection and injecting it somehow into someone else. And then they can build up in their body a, an immunity to that the disease. That's, you know, my medical degree. But in this particular vaccine, we have, you know, we got all kinds of new things that we can do that they would never do back in the Revolutionary War days or even up till probably the 1960s. Uh, in the certain, I don't know if it's in all of them, I'm going to say in certain ones of the vaccine, you're going to find a product called MRC-5. I don't remember what it stands for. Uh, again, I'm not a doctor, but I'm going to give it to you. The basic low-down quickie is MRC-5 is fetal tissue from the lungs of an aborted fetus of 14 weeks, I think it is. Let that sink in. We're using the aborted fetal tissues to create uh, stem cell type situations for these viruses. Is that something you want in your body? Think about that when you drink your next Pepsi, because it's there too. <sighs> They're using that to you know, counteract this muscle-bound common cold that we call the novel coronavirus COVID-19. Luciferase technology. <laughs> this is a new one. I don't know much about it. I, I uh, duck, duck, goat it to see what's going on there. There's a whole bunch of pages that show up. Luciferase technology is simply a very, you know, Bill and Melinda back at it. Supposedly, there's a patent for it, 060606. Can't make this stuff up. Uh, this technology, uh, Luciferase, has, uh, uh, it's, it uses the same ideal, or it's found, actually, they're using uh, the part of the lightning bug that makes his rear end light up. This, then, can be shot into you in one way or another, and then, you know, you kind of glow when they put you under a certain light, probably a black light, or what it was those things called, uh, infrared or whatever. Luciferase, Luciferase, L-U-C-F-E-R-A-S-E. Is this good to know? Did you know this before, before I brought it to you? I'm not trying to break anything new. This is stuff that you can find on your own if you want to. If you're listening to me, you're finding it out now, if you didn't know before. I'm going to ask a few sec simple questions, wrap it up. Do you even recognize America as it stands today? Do you see just how far we fell in a year? Now, some of that's from leadership and some of that's just from, you know, environmental problems that we've come up against. But then in the last month, we've, we've taken on a new president. He's not even been there a full month yet. He came in on the 20, 20th of January. It is now the 10th of February. So he's been at it, what, 20 days? 
and he's ruined at least 11,000 jobs in the sweep of a pen. He's opened our borders. Now, what do you do during a pandemic? Is that what you do? You're so worried about COVID-19 and the pandemic. Do we open our borders to everybody, specifically our southern border? And then un- unlatch all the uh, Muslim countries that, that Trump put the, board, the, <laughs> put the uh, travel ban or restriction upon to keep that element out. We are Americans. We are, we are mostly all from immigrant status of one sort or another. You know, Italian, Irish, uh, Native American, well, Native Americans, y'all were here. Uh, uh, Hispanic, I mean, we, we accept people, but we accept them legally. To just open the border up during a pandemic doesn't make any sense to me at all. It seems kind of crazy. They jumped all over Donald Trump this time last year that he didn't act quickly enough to thwart people coming in. But they said that after the fact, because when he did it, they jumped on him and said he was xenophobic. This is their new word. It's, it's like racism, but it sounds so much smarter. Xenophobic. It means you're afraid of people from other places. And Joe Biden led the, led the charge on that one. This guy is evil, Period. He's claimed by his vice president to be a very spiritual man. Some people have said he's the most religious president we've ever had. Well, we're going to find out different what religion that might be. What's the end result in all this? Opening borders during a pandemic, uh, wiping out jobs left and right, you know, pushing your Green New Deal stuff down our throat to the point where we can't function normally. Energy will always be with us. I mean, coal and oil, gas, natural gas. If we try to do away with all that, guess what? We fail because everybody's going to blow right by us. We can't let it happen. Yes, we need to be stewards of our planet. Yes, we should be very aware of the effects that we can have on our planet. But yet, we can't do it at the, at the, uh, to the result being that we fail completely. Everybody ends up on the dole. How do you do that? The, the government can't pay for everybody and sustain that for any a long period of time. As it is with retired folks retiring, say, 62 or 65, and living to be 90, they're already, you know, backpedaling hard anyway. <coughs> I think that's why COVID came along. They want to wipe a bunch of us out. And that's just my conspiratorial opinion. What is the end result? The end result is this nation and the social globalists know that this nation cannot stand as it stands right now. It must fall slash fail. It must. We can't have a global superpower. The evil one knows. You can't have one global superpower out there running the show, holding up their flag, while the rest of them all fall in line and, and, and you know, walk the, walk the uh, straight path right to the showers. And those of you that know anything about Nazi Germany know what that reference is all about. 
What is that end result? I just told you. This nation has to fall in the globalists' eyes. And they're doing a fantastic job of having it happen quickly. Now, biblically, how do we even come to anything on that? Let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Chapter 4, 2 Corinthians, verse number 3 and 4. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God, little g, of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Let's read five anyway. For we preach, we preach not ourselves, but Jesus Christ, or Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. The God of this world hath blinded them. People are getting blinder and blinder. And I'm going to tell you something. A lot of people that are falling in line with this stuff are churchgoers. A lot of them are uh, people who claim Christianity. I'm not saying they're not saved. I'm not saying they're not Christians. That's not up to me to make that determination. But a lot of those people are following along with something very blindly. They aren't even looking into the possibilities of what could be going on in the world around them. They're just accepting everything that the government tells them because they want to be taken care of. That is the big communist ideal, is to get the people so scared or get the people so uh, used to something and that something is someone taking care of them. It's, that's their idea of utopia. Jump back to First John if you want to with me. I'm going to read it. You don't have to go there, but I, I think it's always good to join together. 1 John chapter 5, that's towards the end of the book. If you hit Revelation, you went too far. Back up a few pages. Okay, 1 John chapter 5, verse 19. And we know that we are of God, and the whole world lieth in wickedness. Friends, I'm going to tell you something. If you're not looking into this whole picture that we talked about today, if you're not trying to expose a few things. Now, whether you go for the vaccination, shot antibody, you know, whatever, or not, I'm not here to talk you against it. Or I'm sorry, I'm talking against it. I'm not going to lie. I'm not here to talk you out of it if you've made the decision to do so. There are old folks that are just sitting around waiting for their chance. Here in Ohio, they're down into the people that are in their 70s, I think. So I'm, I'm, they're getting close to me, and I'm going to just tell them, Naps, no thanks. Take my name off the list or put my name on the list. A lot of conspiracy can come from this, and I'm, I'm over a little bit on where I wanted to go today, but I'm, gonna, I'm just going to step out there. You know, what comes next? What comes next? Uh, they already, we already know that the shot doesn't do any good. We have to wear masks and maybe multiple masks. Can you imagine? I have trouble breathing through one. Wearing two or three is going to be murder. I ain't going anywhere. I have to buy everything from Amazon. Maybe that's the plan. 
Okay, um, so that does, that's out. Are we going to open everything up wide and get our kids back to, 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 to school in these places where they don't allow it? Are we going to let the churches can reconvene? No, nah, not, probably not. Not for a while. we got to see how this goes. <clears throat> That's ridiculous. We're setting ourselves up for something, and I'm going to tell you something. If you really sit down and think, and I want you to think, I'm, I'm all about critical thinking, and I'll, I want you to pray about it too, is to sit down, think, and pray and think and pray about this, how quickly all this happened. This happened quicker than what happened to us at 9-11 when the Patriot Act came out within a month and stripped a lot of our uh, civil liberties right out of us. This thing has wiped us out. It's economically trashed this country, it, and now we have a president who's doing the same thing on, on his own with his pen, economically trying to destroy this country, and now we have something they're pushing on us that they don't even know what it, it's going to do to us, you know, 10 days or 10 years down the road. But I'm going to tell you this, once it's in you, this is from a doctor, once it's in you, you can't get it out. It becomes part of you. That should strike fear, I hope, or at least strike some thought process. We're, we're, we're living in a very interesting time, aren't we, folks? We're living in a place where you don't know what's coming next and you don't know when it's going to get here. Ah, the music! But it is happening fast. Pray. Ask God to help you have clarity in these times. We really need it. We need it more than any other time I've ever known in all of my life. And I think you all can agree. Those of you that critically think. And that's not being a criticizer. That's just somebody who can sit down and say, well, I've got to look at both sides of this thing. What do I want to do? Hey, Tom Richardson, Removing Confusion Podcast. Wednesday, the 10th of February. Have a great day.